This is Anything Talks, Jesus. where we talk about anything. Oh, but it so good. <laughs> yeah, I added that last part. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's been a long time. It has. God oh my gosh, that was so loud. It's a coaster. That's right. You don't have to use a coaster. We're on a nice counter. Yeah, that's it's why fine. you use a coaster. Yeah, but it wouldn't leave. Okay, never mind. We're not talking about this. That's because. typical. <laughs> That's like renter mentality, not homeowner mentality. Oh, no. Should we tell them where we are? Um, I was going to say filming, but we're not filming. Where are, where are we recording, Lo? We are recording in my new house. Oh, wow. How fun. So fun. So fun. But we haven't done this in a long time. It's, it's like, been are we going to remember how to do it? Been a couple months. Yeah. What, what was our last one? Um, a couple months, <laughs> September. I know, but what did we talk about? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember either. Um, maybe we should just talk about whatever we talked about last time. It was very impactful. Yeah, obviously. clearly, clearly mm. we had a good time. Yeah, but I really you, don't remember our last one. Um, I don't. Do you have Wi-Fi? Should I, look it up? I do have Wi-Fi. Yeah, just do that. So I'll you you bought a house. I did buy a house. Mm-hmm. How fun! Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Everybody it's really fun. Tell her congratulations. I um have been doing a lot of work. And by a lot of work, I mean my dad has been doing a lot of work. Yes. I've been helping. I've been supervising and helping out, but you know, just all the things and writing so many checks to all the people that come and do things around the house. That's good. Yep. But it's pretty much getting there. It's very livable. Everything on the inside is like newly remodeled. Yeah. This was the outside that looks very outside nice. Outside in the garage. Yep. What do you like most about it? Um, I like the open concept. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the kitchen is very nice. It's yeah. all modern. I like how they use two different countertops. Yeah. So I have a gray countertop and then I have mm. a white, like marbly looking. Yeah. From Alaska. Why is that from? Why is this from Alaska? I don't know. Why would you say that? That is just a thing. No, it's not. It is now. Okay. Good old fashioned. Listen to this. <laughs> Alaskan marble. That ain't that ain't cracking like your normal butt. So, <laughs> what are we talking about, Lauren? Oh my gosh. Okay. Also, can I tell you that last time uh-huh. we talked about listening versus hearing? That was a fun one. I think I wasn't listening. September fifteenth. Yeah, that was a good one. Listening versus hearing. Well, they're all good ones. Yeah. Objectively. And today we are talking about friendship maintenance. Why? Because we haven't hung out in a long time. Yeah. So the idea came upon us. We should talk about friendship maintenance. Yeah. Because I feel like you and I are very good at identifying like hashtag friendship. Mm. We haven't hung out in a long time. That's true. Or we'll we'll text somebody or like say something and then be like hashtag friendship. Yes. Because we want to hang out, we want to connect, we want to you know do whatever. I think it's important when you care enough about some people that you need to let them know enough that be like oh hey like we haven't talked in a while you know and let's do that. But how many times do you say that to someone and then you like it's like an empty not an empty threat but like an empty like oh my gosh let's hang out soon but like both of you know. You're not gonna hang yeah, out. Yeah, that one. Soon. That one kills me because you know. But like when you text me or I text you and we say hashtag friendship, let's hang out. We we actually make plans and we yeah. actually do something. I think it's just it's it's 
it's known. It's not like you're running into somebody you haven't seen in a while and be like, yeah. hey, let's let's <laughs> let's meet up for coffee. You're like, oh yeah, great. You know, text me. And you never hear or see that person yep. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think most people bank on that happening and like secretly hope after they leave most conversations like yeah. that, that it's not gonna actually materialize. Yeah. I know that's how I am with basically <laughs> everybody I have that <laughs> conversation on with. on the planet. Yeah. That's why I really try to stay away from that phrase. Like I really try to never throw out, let's hang out or let's meet up or let's go do this unless I genuinely am going to follow through with a text message. So if somebody says, Hey, Lauren, mm-hmm. let's hang out soon. I haven't seen you in a while and you don't want to hang out with them. How do, what do you do? Um, then I don't follow through and I don't. So text you them. tell them. No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't want to throw that phrase around. Yeah. But if somebody throws it, if at everybody you, do you says it, it to me, then I just know that it's probably not going to happen unless I initiate it. Like if somebody says, I love you, and then you nervously say, I love you back, even though you don't love them. You don't mean it. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I just don't. If they want to, if they want to hang out, great. Like I'm totally up for it and I'll go do whatever. Mm -hmm. But also I have realized that I am usually the, the driver, the driving force of making plans, which is great and so cool. And I love that. And I love that people are always willing to do things and go hang out but it's like i'm always the one having to plan it or like get things together or text them instead of them texting me i think if it's me i don't like making plans ahead of time because i usually want to cancel them yeah even if i want to do pumpkin patch was (laughs) i tried to get jake to go to the pumpkin Uh, patch with his wife and me and some of our friends Mm. but then he like couldn't commit it was to a, a busy couple time. weeks in advance. I agree. I was very busy too. Yeah. And it ended up raining that day, so it was totally fine. Yeah. I but st- that's a good example. I mean, it's it's fair enough, but we both had valid excuses. Yeah. I started a, a new job at the time, and my commute was me walking to work. And I hadn't been walking a whole lot because I've been sitting on my ass for, <laughs> you know, a month and a half, two months. And it, it, it took it out of me. Like, I was going to bed at like 8.30 because it was just... Mad Working steps. all day and was, a whole yeah. lot of new. I was getting in like 10 miles a day on top of like a whole brain dump <laughs> of stuff. And uh, <laughs> it's just, and then you get to the weekend and you don't want to do anything because that's your recharge time because you're and tired you from reset. the week. And then yeah. you do. And then, and then you feel like a jerk because there's people you like and want to hang out with, mm-hmm. but then you don't necessarily But I don't take it personally energy. when it comes from you. Well, I, I'm and I, upfront and forward about exactly my reasons. Exactly. Then that's exactly why. But that's what I'm saying. Like all those people that throw around, like, let's hang out or let's go get coffee or let's do something. It's just, there's no, um, and they might have very valid excuses or reasons, but I just really, it really bothers me when people make empty plans. Yeah. I think there's this guy one time when I was, uh, I was working at the, the church, it was the, the band director. You see, and the youth minister was this new guy, full of tons of energy. He's just annoying as shit. <laughs> I couldn't stand the guy, first of all. Okay. I've always been a blunt person, and I've developed much more of a filter in my late, my late 20s and 30s, much more of a filter. But this guy, I was probably 21, 22, mm-hmm. and he was just just for no reason had a ridiculously high amount of energy at all times. <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah, he was like full on Australian shepherd mode constantly. Oh I'm gosh. like, what are, you, what are you doing, man? But he was like coming down the hall and I was going down the hall 
And he was like, dude, like, when are we going to hang out? And I looked him square in the eye and said, dude, probably never, man. And he goes, oh, burn. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. And he was like, no, I appreciate the honesty. And I was yeah. like, that surprised me because most people wouldn't. Would be offended. Yeah. He's still a dipshit. You know, after that, <laughs> I thought he didn't hey, gain he any respect points. But at least, yeah. he, at least he like respected the honesty because I, I mean where's the line you draw between asshole and honest because most people don't get the honesty yeah but also it was a little more harsh than it could have been but i don't know how else you do it that isn't direct i guess i've never had someone be like hey let's hang out and i'm like no no yeah. way you should try it i just haven't come across anyone like that well stop liking people i know i also i really like a lot of people that's a big stupid problem to have <laughs> no Maybe. I think if you're, I mean, I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm, I, my circle is not as big. However, I still have a lot of people that I genuinely like. When you move from college to, to, mm -hmm. to big girl life yeah. or big boy life or big, I don't know, you know, I don't. It's, to life don't, beyond college. It Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you have a, like a gigantic, not necessarily the group of friends, but group mm -hmm. of acquaintances. Yeah. And uh, you just see a ton of people in a ton of different places. So you're comfortable enough with hanging out, mm -hmm. but you don't ever see them, talk to them, hang out with them. I, uh, I'm just writing this down so I don't forget, but you kind of have work friends that don't need a lot of maintenance because you see them at work and during the week. Oh, it's superficial. And then like, yeah, exactly. But then you have like your friends that you hang out with and do things on the weekends or after work or whatever. And those are the, the relationships that need maintenance. Yeah. Because the work ones, you know, you're going to see them more than you see anybody else. So yeah. you just show up, you talk about the Seahawks or something. And, yeah. Oh, did you see the game or, you know, something stupid. Um, But I would say that, like, my life post-college, a lot of my friends that I had in college are still my friends now. But it's a weird, our, like, all of our relationships are kind of changing a little bit just because we're all, yes, in the same stage of life, but, like, yet so different. Yeah. Like, some of you will do a lot more professionally and then some are looking to do more with family. And then yeah. there's people that well, are just, trying not, to do both. We're not with each other. We're not at practice every day. We're just not fades away over time. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. But yet, and my therapist actually told me this, that <laughs> my like college group of friends, it's really uncommon, not common that we are all still in such good contact and we all go do things. So it's normal. Frequently. She said that's not normal. Oh, okay. Most people like have their college friends and like maybe see them once a year. I don't remember. Or like people any don't don't friends. hang out with any of their college friends anymore because life goes on. But our group of friends, it's so great when we get together. But at the same time, those friendships are are different, and it's a different kind of maintenance now. That's that, good. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I just think it's funny that uh, it always makes me smile and laugh a little bit that that. That I like people. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. And it's just kind of fun. I think it's great because you and I are so polar opposite Yeah. in this department. Yeah, it works. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's fun. But, I mean, it doesn't change the depth of friendship you're able to give. I just focus it on fewer people because otherwise it would yeah. exhaust me. But one thing that, like, really, I don't want to say freaks me out, but makes me wonder, makes me very curious, is if I didn't initiate some of these things with like my college friends i wonder if anyone would initiate anything with me 
some people because like for example okay we all there's 20 of us going, like basically to, from your your team yeah we're going to a house in leavenworth in march there's 20 of us going mm-hmm. and i planned it and yeah some of my friends helped with some of the planning and like everyone's on board and everyone's excited to go and i'm very excited about it but that wouldn't have happened if i didn't organize it and plan it sure and book it you know, and so mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder, like, these people are very important to me and I think I'm very important to them, but I think how I show it is different than other people. Yeah. But like, what kind of maintenance do they need from me and what kind of maintenance do I need from them? I think people that get, I mean, do most of them have like significant others and that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I would say it's like 50-50 split on Because I, I know what starts to happen is you're just, your priorities shift because mm-hmm. time gets shorter and quicker. Mm-hmm. So like your priorities aren't necessarily on the people you care about. Like peripherally, it's just the people yeah. that are in front of you every day are a lot yeah. easier to focus on because you know you need to make those. The maintenance those. is very easy because yeah. it's right in front of you. Yeah. So what does that mean for them if you gals start doing like a yearly trip or, a, mm-hmm. you know, a bi-yearly trip or something? Yeah. It'll just, as it goes on, I think what happens is attrition is natural. So what will happen like maybe in your 20s? Later on, then maybe one or two girls start dropping off for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And then people start having kids and then they'll start wanting to get away from their kids. So then they'll start like coming so back in back. on the trips. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just you get that that mommy time or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think it just kind of it weaves. If people want to stay in touch with people that matter, they, they definitely yeah. will for the most Do part. Do you ever like question if you are made like, giving the maintenance that you need to certain friends all the time. Yeah. All the time. My biggest worry is that I let too much time pass in between me doing check-ins with people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm afraid to have like conversations with people. I don't think anyone would ever be upset or butthurt or like, wow, too much time has passed. But like if you get a text message from someone or a phone call, that is always like, Oh my gosh, they thought of me. Like sometimes I'll text friends that I haven't talked to like in a couple of months, be like, Hey, I was just thinking about you this morning. Have a great day. Yeah. You know, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think if you do it enough times and it doesn't get back to you, then yeah, you then start to like, wonder, but yeah. I just, I think, uh, life gets in the way. Naturally mm-hmm. you stop thinking about enough people on a regular basis that yeah. it can get hard to maintain because of distance or whatever. It just isn't worth. That's not, it's not worth it. It's just, there's other priorities things change. you, yeah, it, it goes lower you in your priority spend list. your time on stuff that you want to get done. And yeah. sometimes people can, can get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to maintain some relationships, even if you do want to keep them going. Yeah. Cause you've got to get home and just get through a few hours before you go back to bed for most people. <laughs> yeah. And that's tough. Yeah. Um, and I really don't mean to like rag on my college friends. I really love them. No. I hope they didn't sound bad some, what I was no, saying. No, because some people, I am a terrible planner because I'm selfish about planning because mm-hmm. just with the matter of introversion and social anxiety and all that stuff, like I want to be in control of what we're doing so I know I can be comfortable in the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to like hang out with a bunch of people most of the time. So it's got to be like pretty loose and easy on something that's happening or the ability to, to say Fluctuate. yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it just, it depends on the person. Some people are just great participators and some people mm-hmm. are garbage at, at planning. <laughs> and some people, you just let them plan and you say, well, she always does it and she does a good job. Yeah. So I think if, if 
if one person out of 19 was really good at it and you you solicit for like you know input stuff like mm-hmm. that and people just they'll give their yeah. two cents and you can do some extra research on stuff then people i think they don't that's like a group project really it, it really is i mean it people really can is. participate to their extent mm-hmm. and i am happy to plan all those things and it's fun for me and i like putting the puzzle together but sometimes i wonder like am i as important to them as they are to me like are these friendships and and then i question like why why do i prioritize these things over other things yeah. and not that it's bad but it's just kind of the way that i am i get it you know if you stop talking to people will they keep talking to you yeah because i think um what was it probably over 10 years ago i, I got rid of the, the the facebook i was just, just to gonna see ask. who would notice and i yeah. i think i probably had you know, thousands of friends, because obviously my charm is amazing. <laughs> but like once I got rid of it, barely anybody noticed. And then that's kind of like a shot to the nuts because you're like, oh, I thought I was more important to people than that. And yeah. it's just, you're just, no, I mean, no. your background noise to most people. Isn't it weird, though, how social media, like, I feel like I know what's going on in a lot of my friends' lives. Not my, not my close friends, but like people... Um, that I maybe maybe played sports at Central, but I wasn't. They're not like still my people to this day. Yeah, you know, like those kinds of people. I know what's going on in their lives to some extent because of social media or people I played against in high school or college. I know what they're doing because of I'm friends with them on social media, and it's like if I you saw them, you know parts of what they're doing. Well, that's what I'm saying is I I know the highlight reel, <laughs> of course, but I think it is weird how I feel like sometimes I don't need to pick up a phone and call mm-hmm. or text somebody because. I kind of see the the day to day in their Instagram story, or it's just not real enough. Like I think you just get this whole jealousy complex of other people, and it's just no. But people aren't posting like their their bad stuff. Yeah, like nobody posted about their fight or anything. Like I mean, and some people will on the on their Facebook like, when they want attention and yeah, stuff. But people but, are just putting the happiest foot forward so you can be like, oh yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying like the people that aren't like my people in my circle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah, I'm still connected. You keep to, tabs on them. Like it's the lowest of low key friendship maintenance. Sure. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? Like I have tabs yeah, on you them. follow exactly. each other just so you can see what each other are up to. But, but you isn't have that no weird. I mean, like I am connected with a lot of people that I've never, I would have never connected with had there been no social media. Like people I played against in college, you just kind of followed some of the, you know, top players or whatever people that you, you know, scouted or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's like, I kind of know what they're doing still, which is cool. But had there been no social media, I would have not a clue. And we aren't friends. Like they're not someone I'm going to pick up my phone and call, but they like my photos. I like their photos. Sometimes they comment. Sometimes I comment. It's kind of a um, fun little, I don't know. It's a fun friend to have. Okay. You have your social media friends and then you have like your real friends. Sometimes they're both. Sometimes they're both. Do you get what I'm saying? Or I you, do. Are you not about no, it? No, I do. It just, it gets weird because then I don't like to like things. You, you don't know, like, like to I like just, I'm, I like to lurk, not to like yeah, you don't like very many of my things. What the heck? It's not that I don't like it. It's just I don't. Now that I think about it, I don't like this. This is kind of it's just this weird superficial level of of things of things yeah. where it's it's kind of like um, I like what people are doing, but I don't. 
you know, because then you kind of have you you inherit some unseen responsibility Mm -hmm. in the relationship when you start paying attention to it again. Mm -hmm. I think that just stresses me out. Do you have any friendship pet peeves? Um, It's kind of a tricky one. I mean, it's hard to come up with off the top of my head. No, I don't think so. I think if you have it's like. A you lighter version of, of marriage almost in the sense <laughs> where it takes, if you want to be friends with that person, you want to, it takes work. Yeah. So if you are bothered by stuff, it's a lot easier to just stop being friends with people. It takes some Otherwise time you, and some effort. You work through idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. and that's what that is. But I don't, <laughs> off the top of my head, I don't know. I, I just, I focus more on the stuff that I'm annoyed with by myself. And then if I see parts of myself and other people I don't like, that's yeah. what bothers me. Okay. Because I, I don't know. Like you, you look at yourself and in, in other people and things. Yeah. And then sometimes you get overly introspective about I it. I think sometimes my friendship pet peeves aren't, aren't pet peeves with the relationship as much as I am like, if I met you today, would I be friends with you now? That makes perfect sense. Because Amber and I have talked about that, and mm-hmm. there's no way in our early 20s we would have gotten together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a very, very different person than I was in my mid or late 20s, you know? And I think it's great that everyone is growing and changing, and I would hate it if everyone was the same as we were 10 years ago. It'd be boring, because there's no But sometimes point. I wonder, like, if our paths cross now, would I be friends with you? That's a good question. But you still have like even a couple of years left for you to grow on that to where it would mm-hmm. probably be a solid no for some of these people. Yeah. You just wouldn't have the opportunity to meet some of them. Mm-hmm. That's really true, too. And that's I mean, that's a lot of what making friends in your early 20s versus your early 30s is about is when you're in your early 30s, I think you're much more established of who you are and who you're going to be as a human. For the rest of your life, you kind of get set or stuck um, in your ways. And I think yeah. it's easier to That's fair. make. I mean, I'm not quite there yet. No, but, you're not. But I but mean, I you're one of the more mature. Mature? Oh, thanks. Emotionally intelligent enough. <laughs> I'd like to think so. I think that's a pet peeve is people that aren't emotionally intelligent because it took me a lot of time to figure that out about myself. Yeah. And when I, I see people like sabotage themselves and and other people that kind of makes me mad i think what bothers me um is when people don't realize or they're unaware of what's happening around them which is like aloof in general or not aloof but like maybe sometimes what they say or what they do how it affects other friends or relationships in their life yeah and like I can see it, I mean, and I'm sure I have blind spots too, mm-hmm. for sure. But I'm just saying sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish they could see what I see in this moment. But as a friend, it's not my job to tell you how to live your life. I mean, you can give unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. but then where's the boundary on that? Like if somebody, yeah. like where do you step in when somebody just needs to live their life versus like you're doing something stupid and you need to stop? Yeah, or just like, have you thought about it this way? Yeah. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? But yeah, I don't know. Just it it bothers me. And maybe that's the the emotional intelligence or, you know, that I that I hope to seek in my friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. 
but like I said, I'm sure I have many blind spots and so many people have thought that about me too. But I just, I wish that some of my friends would acknowledge what's happening around them. I think the weird part for me is making friends out of nowhere. It was, it was I never expect to leave the house and meet somebody. Yeah. But it can happen. <laughs> and that kind of stuff's weird. Yeah. Because you think like, oh, I have my set amount of friends I don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of kind of happens. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's really, really good friends that I've had since childhood that I really don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. Besides like the casual text every now and then. Mm-hmm. But most of those people have kids and they don't live here, you know, and then I. Yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. But then I feel guilty about not keeping in touch with them. Why do but you? I Why just, do you feel guilty about that? I don't know. It's just that you don't have that many people you have such a strong bond with and know mm-hmm. you that well. Yeah. And that kind of know who you are, not necessarily like what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's a big thing too. Like, yeah, a lot of people know me as something volleyball related or, mm-hmm. or teaching. But like, do they really know me? And that's where I am so grateful for all my friendships from college because they know me beyond just volleyball or teaching or I feel like if you know you don't have the time to follow up with something you want to initiate is when or for me that's Mm -hmm. when I stop myself from initiating okay because I'll I'll know that like I want to talk to this person but I know I won't be able to follow it's like the wanting to cancel plans things Mm -hmm. I like the idea of doing things I just don't want to do them (laughs) you know what I mean yeah and that's where I'm like, I want to go do things. Yeah, like laser tag in Seattle or something would sound fun, but I don't want to drive up there and do it because I'd want to come home as soon as I got up there. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a, like, there's a lot of things like that I'd like to try. And it's just, but I just don't want to do it anymore because I just don't have the energy for it. I think, it, I don't know why I just thought about this, but like when you're in K through 12, you have so many natural friends because of sports teams or classes yep. or things you're doing like driver's ed, literally anything. And then you go to college and you make friends because of kind of the same thing or the social scene or like for me it was athletics. But now I'm in a workplace where everyone is like twice my age. Yeah. And I rem- yeah, I yeah, have some I really great humans that I work with that I enjoy and I enjoy talking to them and, and being their friend, but it's like the most different friendship dynamic I've ever had. Do you feel like it's fluid? Like they don't, do you feel like they're thinking about you as a 20 some year old when they're sitting there 50 years old and talking I about think, like, Oh, I got a grandkid or something like that. <laughs> that's your age. Or obviously I wouldn't be yeah. a 50 year old. Or like person, some of them are you know old enough I mean? to be my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think they sit there and look at me like that, but I think sometimes it's like, not that it's, it's not weird at all, but sometimes I'm like, God, I really wish I worked with people my age that I could be friends with like if that's what I'm saying. If, if our lives hadn't crossed in this teaching world, would I have been friends with them anyways? And no, the answer it's is a probably fair not. question. And the answer is probably not. But there's a ton of people like that out there that you'll mm-hmm. meet their friends that just dumbfound you. Like how the hell did that friendship happen? <laughs> yeah. That's just the, Literally. that's just the way it is. But do you, can you think of like stages or phases in your life that, like friendships have either happened so naturally or because yeah that's, I don't so know. that's the only the only friends i make now mm-hmm. are they're basically 
it's organic friendship that I seek and not like forcing a friendship. Like yeah. now I don't go out there and try and make friends. Like, like if it happens, we, it happens. Where would we even go to I like think make it's friends? It's just a common interest thing. It's it's <laughs> yeah. like volleyball. Yeah. Is I all my most of my friends are just from volleyball now. Yeah. But outside of that, now I, I can play less and less because of just being, you know, Old. fucking broken and <laughs> arthritic Same. now, which is awesome. It's you, you have these people that you want to be more than like volleyball friends with. You want to yeah. be actual human like, being friends with people. When I met you that day when we were playing downtown at the, at Heritage Park, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like I would have never guessed that you and I would become good friends. Yeah. Never guessed. But yeah. here we are. You know? I was super intimidated by you because, <laughs> like, honestly, like, you're just really intense. And I, I think one of the, like, it was a pioneer we played one time. And mm -hmm. you're like, do you want help with your approach? And I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch, you know? <laughs> Obviously, I needed it. But it's just like, it's one of those things that's really intimidating when you're starting yeah. to play with better people. And then all of a sudden, then you get the constructive criticism kind of thing. And then you get more into your head about things. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know how, like, the friendship really exploded into into greatness but i mean it's just it was an organic thing and nothing yeah. was forced yeah and that's kind of how I've, I've made my friends i don't try and yeah. pursue outside of that you know no. it's just so it's so it's just if you just show up and just exist with people without I, I i could come over here and just sit and stare at the wall and be fine kind of a thing yeah those are the kind of <laughs> friends i need yeah i don't want to just sit there and talk for hours or on end unless we're podcasting and i've made a couple of those friends that I, I don't necessarily have a limit, but I, I have a soft limit for how many people like I can really mm -hmm. maintain yeah. at one time. And it's not a lot of people, which is another problem maintaining friendships is with older people, like my older friends, because it, it takes more time and energy. Like I said, the follow through isn't going to be there mm -hmm. and I know it's not going to be yeah. there. And it kind of, uh, that makes me sad a lot of the time because it's like well i'm not necessarily throwing friendships away but i'm not maintaining them either like yeah. if they reach out I'll, I'll hit them back up but like if i hit them back up later you know a week or two down the road it's it's going to be something that's a little more surface level and not so mm -hmm. deep because i'm not looking to like dive in and connect i just want you to know like oh here's here's a funny gif i saw or send him something hilarious yeah. you know just something from the past like i sent my buddy a thing you know the other the other day that was about like just this hilarious thing that happened to him one time in, in a locker room. And it just, I saw this guy that reminded me of, of this story and I had to text him because I just yeah. started cracking up in the car mm -hmm. and it's just those little, but I was going to say that's the things. best, that's the best kind of friendship maintenance. You were thinking about that and yeah. remind you of him and then you sent him that. But then I feel like a dick for not like being like, Oh, we should hang out or whatever. But then no, I have to drive forever. But it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah, it's it's it gets harder because you you start to grow as a person with another person or group of people mm -hmm. away from you. And you, it's just natural for that to stop. So it's hard to grow with another person if you're never around them. Yeah, because like politically, things can change quite a bit, mm -hmm. especially depending on where you live and what you do and all that kind of stuff. So then you start to create more divisions with people, especially with the way that the landscape is now in America and across the world. So it gets harder and harder because mm -hmm. you stop respecting people's opinions and what they stand for at yeah. a certain point. Cause you just, you just don't understand how people can be a certain way. And then you think, well, they must think the same about me. It's just this whole compounding issue that you get into your own. I get into my own head. I was just going to say, do you worry about what your friends 
are thinking or all the time. And what, what do you think? What is the biggest thing that crosses your mind in those moments? I think, I don't know. It's the more that people start to become about themselves okay. and stop thinking about the impact of others and stuff like that. Is I think that's kind of what I was saying earlier. Yeah. So yeah. harder, it's harder and harder to, to respect people that don't respect people mm-hmm. kind of a deal. But then you're like, well, I'm doing what they're doing just to them. But it's mm-hmm. it's not it's on a micro scale, not a macro scale like they yeah. seem to be doing. But I know like intolerance is a weird thing because then if you're intolerant of intolerant people, you're intolerant too. It's just it's just and then my head starts spinning even more. And then <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, See, I, and that's I, I where I'm like too much. That's where I'm so grateful for all my friends, especially from college and you know some of my high school friends, because I don't really have any, I don't think intolerant or. Um, or just like not good people. You know what I mean? Everyone that I've been friends with or have chosen to be friends with is, is someone that's a a genuine human, you know? So when, when things bother me, it's not because they did that on purpose. Yeah. And if they do things on purpose, then I, I kind of cut them out of my life slowly, but surely. Sure. And I've had to do that a couple of times. But it's weird where when you choose to maintain or you choose to kind of walk the other way, which is the hardest choice of all time. Yeah. You know, do you have you ever told a friend that something they're doing is bothering you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I just stumped you. <laughs> I can't think of specifics like I know. Because like I don't I feel know if like I ever have. Most of the time, it's it's me receiving information. What do you mean? Like, it would be more friends doing that to me kind of a thing. Yeah. And I just think that's because, uh, like, I'm a very much into the world of thinking about what you're doing kind of a thing. But that's mm-hmm. mostly been pushed by just stupid shit <laughs> that I've yeah. done or see other people do. So then I start to analyze everything I'm doing at the time I'm doing I was just going to say, it. I feel like you're the most analytical person of yourself. It just, yeah, it breaks me. Like when you're yeah. talking about like why I don't like things or I don't even post it on the Insta in a while, but when I would, it would be, I would either be self-deprecating about something because I, I, mm-hmm. I like to deflect, you know, that kind of stuff, or just mm-hmm. I'll post something like if it's a, like a drink making thing or like (laughs) me singing some karaoke. Like the music (laughs) stuff is the hardest stuff to put out there because it's like Jake targets on YouTube. It's like the, the, the deepest part of my, my passions. So it's hard to put yourself out there for things. Cause all it takes, you get a hundred good comments and one dude's is like comments gay or something like that. You're like, what the hell is that guy's problem? Yeah. Not like everybody's, oh my God, you're so But that's not one of your friends. No, but it's just, it's just the fact of like little shit can just tear you down so easily. So I think when you when you identify that people can do that to you, it makes you even more nervous to to maintain friendships a little bit because you're worried about hearing that kind of criticism from people you actually care about. Yeah. So then I break down and start thinking about what I'm doing too much now. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever worried about getting criticism from my friends. That's a really interesting point that you just said. Like, but is that just because you just why you just go about doing i don't know i just when you said that i just have never i have never felt worried about what my friends are gonna say and i don't want to put that in your head because then it's it's never gonna stop (laughs) thanks jake (laughs) but you know what i mean like it's a rabbit hole and you just don't want to dive down like you can you can be reflective of yourself yeah but if you do it too much then you can't stop 
<laughs> without like interesting. I just have never thought about that. Yeah, sedation or medication mm -hmm. or something, but yeah, I just have never I've never worried about what my friends and maybe that means I have really good friends. So how do I you think that's a good sign? How do you think your friends perceive you then? Like they, if you were to line up all the girls you're going to Leavenworth with, yeah, and they were to get asked, like, what do you think of Lauren? Mm hmm And they knew They'd be like, Lauren, who's that? It wouldn't get out or something like that or like because there's a difference. Like yeah. if people think that it's not gonna go anywhere. Versus like, oh, somebody's making a video for, you know, like a team video mm -hmm. or your funeral or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what would you think their impression would be? What would they say? For the most part, if, if they could, if they knew it wasn't going to get out or if it got out and they didn't care. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> a. B. Um, I don't know what they would say. I think... I think they would say I'm pretty easygoing, which is part of the reason why I think I have so many great friendships mm -hmm. is because I'm not super, I'm, I don't walk this super straight, narrow path of what friendship looks like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. And so I think because of that, I have a lot of great friendships still. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I just think one of the things they would say is I'm easygoing. Okay. And I think that's a really good quality for a lot of friendships to have. Would it be harder also, for maintenance for them? Would you do you think they'd say like it's easier to be a friend to Lauren or have Lauren be a friend to me? Ooh. I think they would say the later. I think it's easier for me to be a friend to them. Okay. Than it is for them to be a friend. So you're to much me. more of a and giver. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. And are these people generally receivers or i no I, I wouldn't say that they're receivers but i think we all have roles in friendships yes we do and and i think this is one of my roles That's a good. and i'm okay with that and i'm cool with that and they do things for me that i or you know they have roles too that i that i might not be able to fill mm -hmm. so i think it's kind of the give and take Ooh, friendship maintenance give and take yeah. But it's a two-way street. Do you have to talk about and it or do you, does it happen naturally for you? I think it happens naturally. Okay. But if I called them and said, I need this or this just happened, you know, they would pick up their phone or they would drive over here in a heartbeat. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I think those are the best kind of friends to have. Yeah. But. I'm just be interested to see how it shapes up. It's going to be really time. fun. Oh, just over time. Like yeah. what happens? I wonder that too. Yeah. Because life goes on and life gets harder and it's going to be harder to schedule. But that's literally why we plan this, you know, four months in advance. I think it'll be it's just one of those things where you get older and you want to accomplish things. So you start mm -hmm. to try to do more. And if you're doing mm -hmm. that with another person, like it just you can really easily come and go out of people's lives. Yeah. So then if and you start making weird? strong friendships, but fewer friends, it's harder to do things and leave because yeah. then you worry. Mm -hmm. how, um, how I can't make friends again yeah and I don't want to make new friends I really like my friends yeah it's exactly but I would be thing. happy to make new friends too if you could sustain it yeah emotionally and you know mm -hmm. energy wise but that can get difficult yeah I don't you just have you have a lot of energy and I think that's a good positive quality to have in a person that can drive a relationship yeah. But I don't think that like necessarily between you and I, like that one of us does more work than the other. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think so either. I think we're pretty good at communication. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a huge part of most any friendship. Yeah. Honesty and all that other fun shit. but <laughs> All the other good stuff. But yeah, I think we all have different roles in, in our friendships. But I think communication might be the best part of friendship maintenance. Do you have any friends that are bad communicators? Ooh. And how do you deal with that? Ooh. I don't think any of my, like, any of my friends are really bad communicators. I just know. Or super passive aggressive know, or anything? No. No? No. Because um, I know what bothers them and what, what doesn't. Do you to, feel like there's a extent. point where, like, you just have to tiptoe too much? No. No? No. Because that's where it's, like, nice to have space. Like, if someone's bothering me or, you know, whatever, then you just have a little space. And What if you listen. like the space too much? <laughs> if I like the space too much, then I guess the friendship just kind of just kind of drifts. Yeah. But what was your first question? About, about what? I don't know. You had a question, like, right before that. Oh, shit. And I can't remember what it was. But it was pretty good. Was it the giver taker? No. No, after that? Yeah. Oh. No. This is the problem with my memory is shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I really hope that this is not coming across as being a negative to my I don't friends. Think I just feel like we're is. talking I think feel like I just feel like we're talking about all the ins and outs of friendship. And there are lots of ins and outs. And your friends might not even know which ones they're talking about. And if they're worried about the things you're saying, then that's good because they're thinking about who they are as a friend, hopefully. Yeah. And but I think I, if I you're not wanna, taking stock yeah. of yourself, then you're just a garbage person anyway. <laughs> that I shouldn't be friends with. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I really do feel like, you know, friendship is a two-way street. And I know I have some blind spots and some shortcomings, as we all do, but... I really, I really do think friendship's important. It is important. Is there anything you do to try to make new friends or you just let it happen? You know, that's such a weird thing because like I was saying, you know, in school you have your classmates and you have people right there that you either make friends with or you don't. You see them all the time. You see them all the time. But then in the workplace, like I was saying, everyone's kind of twice my age or it could be my mom or... Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of weird, too, because we're in such different stages. And I really like them as humans. And yes, they, I consider them a friend, which is a different kind of friendship. So, yeah, I, I guess I would make friends in a volleyball setting. Yeah. But, like, if I'm not really playing much anymore, because, ow, we're both broken. Yeah. <laughs> we are so old. Yeah. So old. Our joints are so old. We're not old. Our joints are just really, really, really old. Yeah. Maybe I'll become friends with my doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's about the only. You know, but like, I don't I don't know where I would make new friends. I'm not like actively seeking. Of course, I guess I'm always actively seeking to make a good connection with somebody. But I don't like go downtown Olympia and sit at a bar and be like, hey, let's be friends. Yeah, that's just freaking weird. Some people do that. I know that's what I'm saying, but that's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. So I don't know where I would make friends. It's organic organic but like where like pumpkin patch <laughs> the pumpkin patch that's a weird weird place to make friends i mean <laughs> but are you you don't go out of your like out of your way to make new friends sometimes yeah. um i did a ton of ton of leg work on uh like holly is one of them mm -hmm. where uh i i did a ton of work on that one so she would become best friends with my wife <laughs> and that just morphed into now Holly's like uh, like part a of the staple. family or just yeah. a piece of furniture kind of a thing. 
But Amber and I were talking about getting new recliners and now how I was going to have to sit on the floor. So that's her own problem. Um, <laughs> but I think you just, you can identify people mm -hmm. if, if it doesn't happen from a natural meeting, like, uh, you just you just you identify qualities that you really like in somebody and you mm -hmm. try and pursue those you know and you you realize it's worth pursuing there can be little sparks it's very rare that i'll do that but i've done that with a few um few of my gentleman friends mm -hmm. and uh i use it's much easier to make lady friends than it is gentleman friends to be honest why do you say that i think most women. Why do you say I'm easy, Jake? Hear that, gentlemen? <laughs> Thorn is very easy. Um, hashtag mad single, so slide into her DMs. Anyways. Oh my God. I think most women are. Most women can be more uh, emotionally intelligent faster than most gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Guys don't usually like to have more than a surface level relationship for quite a while with another yeah. guy. And there's a couple of dudes um, that will that I've gotten to know that will answer deep questions mm -hmm. with in like seconds of sitting down, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things, I've always, I've never been good at casually becoming friends because I just hit you with the crazy from the get go. And then it's kind of like, if it works from there, it works from there. It's not, I have a really hard time with the small talk because I'll run out of things to say within the first three minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's what I look for. But with the gentleman, it takes a little bit more work because to get a guy to open up, it's a lot harder to do. Than us females. Than you females. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, here's a question for you. Go. Family as friends. What about it? I think as I've gotten older, I have be like I've become better friends with my brother now mm -hmm. than ever before. Yeah. And then I think of my parents, too. They're not like, yes, of course, they're my parents. But like as you get older, you become your your relationship with your parents becomes more like you get to know them as a friend. It can happen that way. You know? Yeah. Like you you stop. You stop being somebody that has to listen to them and you can mm -hmm. somebody that actually starts to talk to them. Yeah. I think that's what starts to happen. But that's different for everybody. Yeah. It is different for everyone, but I just think I think I'm like I'm, my brother especially. Well, cordial with most of my family, not mm -hmm. necessarily friends, but like friendly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't mm -hmm. go out of my way to necessarily hang out with my family ever. Yeah. But then you start feeling guilty about that, but it's like you you don't have any obligation to really no. anybody in your life. True. So the time that you know you give somebody should be a signal of like your affection, even if you're really shitty at showing affection. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're spending time with people you don't have to spend time with, I think that's that's most people don't see that. Yeah. As you giving an effort for somebody like me, I guess, but. To me, that would be like, this is me showing effort even if I don't seem like I'm vested in the is whole there relationship. Anyone, is there anyone that you didn't think you'd be friends with and then you ended up being kind of good friends with? Because if you were to ask me that question, I would say my brother. In my family? No, just like anyone. Oh. Hmm. Because I've never been like, me. No, I think the friends I, I have, I wanted to have... 
Yeah. I don't. I would have never thought if you had asked me the day we met that we would be friends. You and me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't, besides And like, I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I, I get just, it. Because my initial impression of you was terrified, basically. <laughs> but what what was your so impression of me? Like, I don't know. This guy's I, a freaking weirdo. Y- well, yes. No, I just thought you were really funny. That's true, though. And, I like, am. you were so not new to volleyball, but, like, you were just really raw. Super raw. And so I was like, meh, I'll, I'll probably be seeing him around. It's new and raw, but well, I... Well, I just, I just figured I'd be seeing you around at, at volleyball things. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, he's cool. He's in. You weren't super annoying, which is great, because sometimes, you know, when the new people come in and they think they're hot shit, and it's like, you should be in the B League. I was <laughs> focused on getting better, but I knew I sucked, and I still think I suck. And I know I do, and I know where all the, the holes in my game are. So that's you know your a, blind spots. I do, and I've always known. But that's all that process, the whole friendship mm-hmm. thing, too, is I just, I I know there's some things that I'm really good at, and I know there's some things I'm not. And the blind yeah. spots are the only things I focus on instead of becoming better versions of even the good parts. I ignore those. Because I'm so focused on yeah, I'm so focused on the negative, and I don't. That's the hardest part to kick. Like, do you for yourself? If mm-hmm. you're a friend with somebody, do you know what your best qualities are and what your worst are? Um, that's a good question. I think I know what I'm good at in friendships, and I I know what I'm not so good at, but I don't necessarily focus on what I'm bad at. You focus on getting better at those things. I don't know. I just, I guess I don't really focus on anything in particular. You just exist. Or I'm not like, I'm not like extremely mindful of one thing over another. But I, I think, I guess, I guess what I should say is there are moments in a friendship where I'm like, yep, this is where, yeah, I, I know I'm not good about opening up or I know I'm not good at, at letting people in. I know that for a fact. Do you and this know? Is a mo- this is a moment where my friend is looking for me to take a step back and let him in. Yeah. And I, and I can identify those moments and okay. I know those are my weak points, but I don't, I'm not five minutes before that thinking I need to work on this. I need to work on this. I need to work on this. Is there like a catalyst that you'll use to hit with the whirlwind of crazy kind of a thing? What do you mean? Like, um, is there windows that you look for to go deeper with people? Mm, yeah. Yes. But also it's usually... I feel like I'm a really good listener. I feel like we talked about this in listening versus hearing. Yeah. But I feel like I'm a really good listener. And sometimes I don't trust my friend can do the same. That which makes isn't, sense. Which isn't fair of me to say that. That is not fair of me to label a friend not good at listening. Because I think a lot of my friends really are good at listening. And I don't give them the opportunity because I just I just don't. So you're good at like listening. Mm-hmm. That's your strongest suit <laughs> as a friend, would you say? Uh, Yeah. That's so if you think you're good at that and then you start to notice that maybe somebody isn't as good, is that like what you fixate on is why aren't they listening as well as I could listen to them? No, no, I think I just kind of like retreat what I'm about to say or what I would like to say. So if you feel like somebody is not giving the same effort as you're capable of mm-hmm. giving, you will pull in a little bit. And yeah, I just kind of put up a wall or like protect myself from being irritated okay, or like getting hurt by the fact that their strong suit maybe isn't my strong suit. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. 
because they're probably better at something in, in our friendship than I am. Does do that make sense? Do you think that they would pull back on those things? Or do you think I don't you know. make it noticeable? I, guess, I don't know. I would. Ass- I kind of feel like everyone does. Like if you're hurt by something, you would retreat a little bit. Or something bothers you, you would retreat a little bit. But maybe they don't. Do you? Me? Yeah. Yeah? I'm a huge retreater. <laughs> you're the biggest of big retreats. No, there's far worse than myself. But <laughs> I mean, as it comes down to fight or flight i usually use the flight because it's just it's a lot easier to start from scratch sometimes yeah i think for me something i've noticed too is in the the fight or flight moments i freeze so you don't do either yeah sometimes i don't do either Hmm. i just kind of disappear so how do you maintain friendships then long distance Long distance? Yes. What do you mean? You must have friends that don't live in Olympia, Lauren. uh, I would say 90% of my friends do not live in Olympia. And you think with the bulk of those that you've maintained a very high level of friendship since you've I would say... Or is it starting to fade into a more superficial realm? I don't want to admit that it's fading into a superficial realm because I think all of my friends... We, not we really, tr- just we really more try- contrived, I guess. Yeah, but I think if something big happened, if I called my friend, they would be here in a minute. Sure. You know, and so I don't want to say that it's superficial. Or- but you're trying harder than you think you should have to. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you feel like everyone feels that way? Yeah, I'm just curious about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, then how do you approach that? Like, let's say you have a friend mm-hmm. that's in, uh, give me a state, Montana. Okay. I gave myself a state. Three points. To, <laughs> nice. No, oh, okay. Good job. Um, <laughs> like if you feel yeah. yourself like, okay, this isn't where I think it could be or should be or want it to be. Like, how do you maintain that? Like, Do you take steps or do you say, oh, it's just happened naturally. Let's it just let it go. I think it depends on the person. I mean, like one of my friends lived in Washington, D.C., right, pretty much right out of college. Mm-hmm. And I flew over on one of my spring breaks. Is it Obama? It was not Obama. Okay. I hate to break it to you. I don't know him. Uh, it was not Michelle Obama either. I, I would be okay. friends with her. Yeah. She could totally be on our podcast. Oh, man. We get hella viewers. She'd be so Listeners? good. Listeners, viewers, we'd get everything. She, Yeah. she's a. She would help our ratings. She's a good sure. lady. My wife read her book and she enjoyed yeah. very much of it. Um. Anyway, I flew over there and do I talk to this person every day? No. Do I talk to them every week? No. Do I talk to them you know, once every couple months. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still someone that I love and care about, mm-hmm. but it's okay that like I'm okay with, and I'm sure she's okay with the fact that we don't talk, you know, every day. Yeah. But if I called her and said, dude, I need you to come here. She would, or if she called me and said, dude, I need you to come. What here. are the circumstances where you need somebody to come here? I don't know. Well, there's gotta be some. <laughs> like I just took a majestic shit. You gotta come see this thing. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think that would work, but like if, um, you know, my dad died or something yeah, and I was like, I need some friends here right now. They would be here. Okay. Or if I got in a crazy car accident and I was in the hospital. Women drivers. (laughs) Shut up. In the winter season. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It could be anybody. Um, Asians, women, it doesn't matter. I think 
you know, all those friends would, would be here. You would hope so, yeah. I would hope so, at least. I guess maybe I should, like, test the theory. Don't and- call people and be like, oh, somebody died or <laughs> something. That's just stupid. Then that's how you <laughs> no, lose that's not what friends I immediately. I w- what my thought process was, I'm going to go walk down Boulevard and see if I can get hit by a car. That's not necessary. <laughs> I wasn't talking about lying. I was talking about making it a reality. Yeah, don't get hit by a car. I mean, don't <laughs> like if you're one of those and you're super. That's a little extreme. Yeah, I okay. I'll just bank on the fact you. that my friends would show up. Okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's not going to extreme measures to test your friendship, people. Yeah. Hopefully. But at the end of the day, I am really grateful for the people in my life. That's good. And tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so I feel like that's important to say. Oh, every day oh, of the year. Every day it of the is year. Tomorrow. Every day of the year, but like also, it is the season. I like to say what I'm grateful for. More than just with the turkey, take stock, people. So, <laughs> take make stock in your friends. Take yeah. stock in your friends. Build I think it's sto- important. Build stock in your friends. Did you have other but, things on the list? Um, no. It really just became a lot of doodles and some scribbling. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else? Um, I'm not really sure how this whole podcast went. I don't care. I will be we'll post it. Yeah. Well, of course I'll be anxious to listen back, listen to it back. Anxiety is my middle name. <laughs> Does this give you anxiety? What? Listening to it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't like the sound of my own voice and yours is amazing. And it pisses me off because you got the damn radio voice and I have the radio face and if it's not fair. I could have a career in radio. Mm-hmm. I totally would do it. Should I start sending some tapes out? Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, hire me. Yeah. Well, that was a little bit 1-900 on that one, but yeah, don't okay. go with that bad okay, so voice. Rewind. Like, hey, hire me. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, you kind of did. I did not sound like that. Hello. Okay. My name is Lauren, stop. gentlemen. Stop. That was Jake, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't Lauren, but that's what she sounds like. Yeah. There's your <laughs> oh hashtag God. friendship, dumbass. Way to go. friendship. Do you, let's recap. Okay. Friendship maintenance. Friendship Give the people some some tips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Time and effort. Time and effort. Show people you care. Show people. Oh, I'm recapping. Okay. I just forgot You're what I was doing. My recap. Time and effort means Time what? Time and effort. Um, you gotta you gotta maintain your friendships. You gotta put in some time and put in some effort and make plans and follow through. Yeah. Don't just don't just text people and say, "Oh my gosh, let's if hang out." If you soon. know you're not gonna do it, then don't, don't say it. Yeah. Don't say it, people. Don't say it. say it. Don't spray it. Come on, folks. <laughs> don't say it. So put in the time, put mean. in the effort. Say what, say you, mean. what you mean and mm-hmm. do it. You know, tactfully and polite. But mm-hmm. if you know you're gonna bail, just bail. Just save everybody in the, some in the front end. Yeah. yeah, front load it. Okay. Yeah. Time and effort. Yep. Um. What was my other thing? I don't know. You tell me. How do you maintain I, a friendship? I had it, and then you were like, forgot what you were recapping. I was trying to recap. That's my fault. <laughs> it's always Jake's fault. You talked a lot Time today, which people are going to appreciate. I did talk a lot. I don't... I don't. Blah, 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 blah. I think most of the stuff we've talked about is very um, hard-driven, opinion-based, and I have a lot of correct opinions. So I think <laughs> that's... like You like to ask questions, but you have a much deeper level of understanding of friendship and people, hmm. friendship-wise. I take that as a compliment. Well, I think you're just Thank good you. at being a friend, and I think that you have a lot to... Um, provide input on thank you and i think all i can provide input on is how to be less insecure when you're insecure and then i'm insecure <laughs> about people wondering about why i'm insecure but it's fine <laughs> we're doing great i just went full so circle. time and effort okay time and effort mm-hmm. how else do you maintain a friendship recap uh it's a two-way street two-way street so you know you got to give a little you got to take a little mm-hmm. and sometimes that requires you to go out of your way but if someone matters to you you go out of your way a little bit 
and um, mm, 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 I don't know. Communicate. Communicate. Ooh, mm. that was one of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Communication. Perspective what do you is wanna, always good. I was just going to say that perspective and like. You do a whole party on that. Knowing that you have blind spots as well yeah. in friendships, just like I know I do. And like accepting the fact that sometimes your friends are going to have some blind spots too. Take stock in yourself so you can take stock of others. <laughs> know how you communicate. Know how your friends communicate. Yeah. If you want to know these things about people and want to keep them in your life, then it's not too terribly difficult. Mm-mm. Put in some effort and but time. I'm, I'm very glad that you and I are friends. Yeah. And that you weren't really intimidated. I was me. very in, intimidated. In the, <laughs> no, but in, in the big picture. Big picture? Like long term. Long you're term. Not, I didn't know. You're not intimidated anymore. I was just, sometimes I look at people and I'm like, I'm going to be friends with you and you're going to like it. <laughs> and there's no other option. Yeah. That's like why I feel bad for Nate because they force it, but he has to deal with it. <laughs> he just has to take it. Sometimes I feel like he looks at his phone and I text him and he's just like, God damn it. And then and just he puts, puts his phone down. back down and decides to text me two days later and be like, oh, sorry, I was busy. But I know he's full of shit. Because <laughs> what does he do? I don't know what he does. He just, <laughs> he's avoiding me. I love him though. Gosh. Okay. Anything else? Time and effort. Communicate. Two-way street. Never and just eat. be a kind human. Just don't be a dick. Yep. In the words of Jake. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I'm sorry for talking a lot. No, everybody loves it, dude. It's oh, golden. I it that is a pretty high bar. High bar is a gymnastic event. That too. And a like, vocal what, quality. I feel like my hope. voice. It's late at night. My voice is like tired and you've you've had like half a pack today so it's so, so surprised. <laughs> yeah hey you know. kids <laughs> yeah. but in that time and effort <laughs> listen yeah. to auntie lauren yeah you know me that was also jake imitating lauren as a heavy smoker lauren doesn't smoke no nope. but gentlemen she's smoking so oh slide one. into her dms and happy thanksgiving and happy thanksgiving do you think this will be uploaded tonight um, tomorrow oh, don't press pressure it's the Thanksgiving weekend, so really any time this weekend. What? Oh, I've seen how long we've been going. Ooh, you made me nervous. I thought maybe you were like, uh-oh, we haven't oh, been shit, recording. Oh, shit, it didn't record. No, I would have recorded. been very angry if we did record. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. We'll try and what do are, okay. a couple more of these in December yeah. and try and I'll schedule them out. But um, we yeah. have some other because topics. Because we're going to make a plan and we're going to execute because yeah. that's the kind of friends we are. We'll follow through. Execution. Plus, I only had one drink this time. That kind of pisses me off. Yeah, but I'm not feeling tipsy like I normally am. Well, you have like a little baby white claw thing. <laughs> what is it's that? very good. I don't know. Spiked seltzer. Oh, my Zero God. grams of sugar. I also wrote... Only 90 calories. This amazing wrap. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. No, it's the white claw wrap. Oh, Oh, Have you not yes. heard that? No, you did send that yeah, to me. It's really good. We should put a link to that on our Instagram. I don't know where to put it. I could just put it on YouTube. I'll put it at the end of this video. There you go. Can I do? Or is this not a video? <laughs> the end of this audio. Can I, can I put it on the end of the of this so that people can hear it? Um. Okay, I won't. That's I was fine. gonna say. <laughs> why Thank don't you, you put it on YouTube and we'll put a link to that on our uh, Instagram? Maybe I'll think about it. I wanted to make a music video for it. Oh, can I be in your music video? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Be I used to make a lot of music videos. Oh man. Me too. Like, like I made one on mine for for uh, Rude Boy when I redid that. <laughs> I'm serious. You did not. I did. Rihanna Rude Boy. I'm very aware of the song, but. I did a cover. It's like way back in the years. You have to check it out. Okay. 
it's is it super, on YouTube? Yeah. All it's right. pretty ridiculous. Perfect. Oh, man. My wife's going to hate this ending. <laughs> she is. I guess we've been rambling. Yeah. But you know what? We what? give the people what they want. Yeah, they the want content. the content. We gave them content. It's a lot of content. Give you just shoving it in your ears. Yeah. Take mm, that. Yeah. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. I so hope, sorry it's been I so hope long. everyone has a great friend in their life or a few. And if you feel like they're slipping away and you don't want them to, just... Send them a link to this podcast. Send them a link <laughs> and tell them you love them. Because... Yeah. I love you all. And then Lauren says, and I love you more. And I love you more. There we go. That's our <laughs> sign off, everybody. Have a great holiday season.